one. How's it going, everyone? And welcome back to the Two Summoners podcast. We are officially in season two now, episode one, guys. Welcome back. Um, my name's Corby, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Papa Pike. How we doing, dude? You just call me a co-host? Yeah, we're a co-host. I'm a host. You're a co-host. You're a host. Wait, like, so you're you're a host, and I'm a co-host? No, we're co-hosting it. Like we're okay. Co-hosting. Just had to just had to confirm that. Just, I wanted to get that in a verbal agreement. Just because had to make sure. The host. No, we're co-hosts. Yes, but no, I love that. Well, guys, yes, thank you. Welcome back. It is split two. Uh, Corby really... Nah, he did a good job there. I was going to say he underhyped it, but no, he did a fantastic job, as Corby always does. We're flipping the switch this time, ladies and gentlemen, out there in the esports world. Funnily enough, uh, we're going to be focusing more on being positive to Corby. I'm not going to be oh, mean God, to Corby anymore. Day, dude. Mm, positive it, to Corby? I give it like four minutes into this interview. Less. <laughs> we're four minutes? Asking, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I guess, I guess that kind of like leaks it as well. Um, we're going to be going into and doing an interview today. Uh, as you guys know, the avid LCO viewers, lovers and enjoyers. Um, we have a new LCO team that just hit the, uh, the scene. Do you want to give a quick introduction of who we're going to be interviewing, mate? Guys, we're going to be talking with uh, Charisma. Uh, he is part of the uh, Vertex crew, which is the new team of the LCO. We went and splurged on the budget a little bit this time, guys. Um, we went and said, you know what? We've got a new team. We've got to get a fresh face to come stand in and tell us more about how this team's going to be looking. Um, we may even have a couple spoilers about who's on the team, um, potentially if they feel like revealing it to us. But I already know one uh, because... Well, Papa Pike's got an in, um, and it's not charisma, but guys, let's jump over and start having a chat with him. <laughs> Thanks for just waiting for, I guess it's actually not even waiting for them. It's immediate. Anyway, we're joined by charisma. How are we going, dude? Howdy, howdy. How are we, gentlemen? Absolutely Yeah, good, mate. Good. How are you? Yeah, doing well. Big day, but uh, every day is big in the, in the world of esports, so we're here. We're doing it. Ready to go. Charisma doesn't stop grinding. No, that's right. Hey. So true. <laughs> <laughs> Grind to do that. Why did you put like stick a... on that? <laughs> that is so true. Okay, dude. Even when, even when I'm sleeping, I'm just like grinding RuneScape wood chopping, you know? Okay, well, I was about to say, Oof. I don't want to know what kind of grinding you're doing in bed, dude. <laughs> you never know. It's an open podcast, man. Huh? <laughs> My fellow RuneScape enjoyer, um, let's go, dude. Yeah. I've uh, recently got back I into actually, I actually haven't played for years, but it was just like when I. First uh, thing. Yeah, when I, oh, I'm the I, same. When I used to play Counter Strike, people would like have a go at me. I'm like, oh yeah, one v one me RuneScape wood chopping. Then we'll see who's the real man. Like stuff like that. <laughs> so, so since then, you're just like, I need to get my wood chopping level as high as possible. These guys can't use it as a trash. Yeah, I tool. can't let them know I don't actually wood chop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man. Uh, Bri, uh, quick introduction. Uh, who are you? Like, everything like that. Yeah, sure. Uh, my name's Charisma. I. Uh, I do operations here at Vertex. Uh, I've been doing it for a couple of years now. Uh, it's always always exciting. Uh, I'm getting closer to 30 than I'd like to admit. I'm uh, 28 this year. Uh, been in esports a long time. Back when I was a bit younger, uh, I was a um, Call of Duty pro, um, if you want to call it that. We were we were we were. I was good back in the day, but I it was like only lasted for a bit of a stretch of a year, and then I just wasn't good anymore. Mm. Um, then yeah, so started with an org called Collateral a few years ago. Did just some smaller tournament type things, uh, and then I came over to Vertex and I've been doing stuff with them ever since. And I just gradually across time been taking on more and more stuff, uh, and 
yeah, here we are. Now we've got a League of Legends team, but really Vertex kind of got its its real teeth stuck into significant esports, probably in Counter Strike. Hmm, cool. Yeah, awesome. What about yourself? What kind of games do you play? Uh, I play you play a fair bit of League these days. Uh, yeah. I I used to play a lot of Counter Strike, but I just I just don't can't be bothered putting myself through that. Like just just to <laughs> believe it or not, I find that more stressful. Uh, I was about to say that's. I don't know, man. Like League of Legends. Yeah. It's pretty... <laughs> I mean, you rest you rest pretty easy on uh, League of Legends when you know you suck, so it's okay. Mm. Um, but oh, yeah, that's a, of... a good mental. Yeah, yeah. It it, it only works about fifty percent of the time. Um, <laughs> and yeah, just a bit of League of Legends, a bit of Counter Strike. Um, not a lot more these days. I don't have a lot more time to do anything else besides those two. Mm. And when I do, it's not. Not generally a very long time, but yeah, I guess mm. the mainstay is League of Legends at the moment. I did um kind of counter counter progressive, like we picked up a League of Legends teams and I found that was a good time to maybe try out Dota 2 for the first time. Um, I don't know how I don't know how that happened, but uh yeah, I can't for safe to say I won't be going back. Dota 2's difficult. Like I know the transition, mm. you might have felt it too, from CS to any other game that isn't a shooter is is oh. hard. Oh so- absolutely. Dota makes that way worse. I can't transition and play Dota when I play League of Legends and people think they're like the same game. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> Dota's crazy. Yeah, it's, I, I actually thought like it was the same game. It's just not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like there's some weird stuff going over in Dota. Yeah, chop trees down. Talking about woodcutting. You can like, anyway, Dota's, Dota's a different ballgame. Uh, do you stream, <laughs> man? man? I know the answer yeah. to this, but do you stream? hate it. <laughs> I actually hate streaming. What? Uh, I, it's streaming. I hate it. it. It's it's so painfully um, intrusive. Um, yeah, <laughs> I used to enjoy it a little bit, um, mm. but yeah, I I just can't be bothered to sit in front of a camera that long. You know. Um, Damn. Yeah, no, that's true. I get that some nights, mm. but I yeah. can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I need attention, dude. <laughs> I yeah, I, like I, I suppose like um, I suppose like. I, I respect people a lot that can do it. I just I just I'm well within myself that I can't mm. do it. Um, I mm. just I don't enjoy it. I I get bored. I can't tilt <laughs> stuff like that. Like um, so, people that do do stream, hundred uh, percent respect to me. It's people say it's easy. It's really not. Like you need to mm. you need to give all of yourself to the stream, and I can't do that after a full day of work as well. Mm. That's yeah, fair enough. enough. I've literally just started doing um a one month down as a full time worker back in my actual field and streaming full time and yeah, uh, yep, that's all I'll leave on that. It is what it's hours. killing me very slowly, but that's okay because I love the grind. And yeah, the grind's fun. Oh, man, and you cast like MCOM as well. That's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, and then I cast on weekends. I cast other nights and stuff too. Yep, every day is something esports or streaming related. Yeah, but. Yeah. If you love it, man, I guess that's the old saying. It's like, if you love what you do, it doesn't feel like a day at work. So I guess every day is fucking work for me. Um. <laughs> yeah, well, I like probably for people, um, people often assume that Vertex is like my full grind, but um, I, hmm. I, wor- I work in real estate outside of this. So it's really real estate. The grind, begins the, when I, the grind begins when I get home um, on esports. So. It's been an absolute treat trying to assemble a LCO roster on a very short timeline. Um, oh. 
Yeah, We've so... had a lot of people on that talk about uh, like anything to do with like the players of the LCO, uh, just like getting everyone together. I can't even imagine what it's like to to put your foot in the door and like come through. Not only like managing expectations with ESL, like getting the team together itself and, mm. and stepping into it. it. Must be hard, dude. How'd you go with that? Yeah, it's been really tricky. So like, I guess for a timeline context, um, we found out probably about five or uh, yeah, about five or six days after DreamHack was when we found out that uh, we were going to be in the LCO this split, uh, which uh, I'll let you do the math, but it wasn't that long ago. No, dude. Uh, no, that's <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, and I've chatted to a few different team owners in the LCO and they're very impressed with the team we've been able to assemble. Mm. Um Considering the circumstances, it's it's a lot it's a lot a lot a lot better than a lot of people would have assumed we were going to build. Um, mm. So really excited to get stuck into that um, this split and see how we go. Uh, but it's you know we're under no false ideas that it's going to come easy. Uh, you know we're we're ready to have a grind, but yeah, it, it was a it was certainly a race to the finish line. Um, mm. I'm talking like submitting the paperwork within a minute of it being due. Can only um, imagine all that, all that sort of stuff. There's a lot of paperwork for each player, um, and yeah, it's, a minute, uh, <laughs> not yeah, even about close. A, about a minute before before our roster lock, I I submitted the last piece. So yeah, happy days. It's like those uh, assignment submissions you did back at like study when you sort of like, oh, it has to be submitted before twelve o'clock at night, like at the time, and you're like grinding away doing the last like bit of that assignment right towards yeah. the end, and you're freaking out if your internet fails. Um, I'm sure you guys probably would have felt a little bit of that bit yeah, of nerves. I mean, that's where I really come alive back when I did uni was submitting at the last minute. So right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> so all that long time game of pressure. Oh yeah. It's just got to be good we, for my blood pressure. We thrive, dude. We thrive <laughs> under that pressure. It's the only uh, time we can actually get anything done. Otherwise it's, no, it's tomorrow's problem. When I was, <laughs> when I was submitting that paperwork, I just took myself back to like a base race in League of Legends. You know, you're just like, who can get to oh, the in, in hits okay, first. Dude. <laughs> so with uh with finding out to then talking to whoever you did to get the rosters together um what's that process like uh how did you go fielding mm. players and stuff like that yeah so that's uh it's an interesting question it's kind of uh um it's a bit of a weird little story like full disclosure that team bliss are really good friends of vertex um i think a lot of people know that um, and they kind of mm. just pointed us in the right direction of maybe someone really, we wanted to build our foundation with the coach. Um, mm. and then our understanding or our belief was everything else would be able to build around it. Cause at the end of the day, the coach needs to be able to coach players. He thinks he can coach, yep. um, mm. rather than just, um, throwing, uh, you know, what at the wall and hoping it sticks. Um, I mean, you can swear, dude. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um it was it was one of those things where we we started with the coach um we got pointed in the right direction of a few different options from um not necessarily bliss but other guys in the scene as well and they were um they were kind of talking to us i was talking to draku um he's he's a friend of mine yeah. I, was, I was chatting to him about some stuff and um we kind of we narrowed down our coach and then after that we proceeded to run um four nights of three matches per night uh with a sample size of yeah. about 15 players. Um, mm. And then out of that, we took our preferential list, um, did our negotiations, and then we came down to the players that we uh, were happy with. Uh, and the full, the full context that we didn't want players that were necessarily at the top, but we wanted players that were really close to that level, but with a bit more fine tuning, uh, in not just their playing mechanics, but other areas too, 
uh, we could really grow them into something special. And that's really what the heart of Vertex has been um, for mm. a long time. Mm. That like even back in our Counter Strike days, uh, where the, our team's the second best team in the country at the moment, we've been to multiple international events over the last twenty four months. But this team wasn't that not that long ago. They before then they were a guys that couldn't even crack um, the playoffs for, for some events in Counter Strike, and now they go to mm. national events. It's it's really the heart of Vertex is where we invest in the local scene and we want to see players grow. So it's a more competitive region all around. Sure. Uh, so, so probably on that note that with our team, it's not just a coach, but we've actually, um, like a lot of people do, they have an analyst, but we also incorporated a performance coach uh, for this split as well to work on. Very good. Yeah. It's awesome. Work. So the big thing we wanted to focus on heading into this split is um, not just their in-game um, play, but uh, we want to be working on how they're taking care of this, their physical health, their mental health outside of uh, the rift if that makes sense uh, it's things that things that we really value at vertex and things that we're really important about so we want to see these guys working on themselves outside the split and actually having clear goals set because i think easy it's mm. easy when you're a competitor to get in that grind set of i just want to be really good i want to get rank one so whatever that looks like for them but mm. what are some other goals like short term like in the next few weeks midterm like by the end of the split long-term goals what are all those look like for the individual player so Mm. Um, our players actually meet uh, with our performance coach one-on-one every week um, and they they discuss things like that and how they're taking care of their mental and physical health i love that infrastructure that's been built up that's really really good to see in here yeah well we're hoping it works out but um it's it whether whether we uh, we perform well or we we perform maybe under what we were expecting this split uh irrespective it's um it's an opportunity for us to grow players in the scene yeah, and That's, also like yeah. Vertex themselves, because you're coming in as the mm. as the brand new boys uh, onto like LCO. If you go in there, you put your foot in, and you actually give it like like fans, people, the league, everyone will see that, mm. and it'll um, actually get you like ingrained in the league quicker. Because I understand it'll be pretty hard. Yeah, it's certainly been tricky, like navigating that uh, that space of. Um kind of not i've i play a lot of league of legends but I, I don't understand the top level i don't understand the macro mm. uh like coaches and players do and i i've seen these players like i watch the lco but i've never interacted with them so to actually know well who are some guys that have been around for a while that i don't know about who are some guys that are just teetering on the all that stuff has been very confusing to wrap our head around um mm. jamie our owner actually knows nothing about league of legends he's ever even touched the game uh, so I had to explain to him what an ADC and a mid and a support and the jungle was. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, so you, there's two people in the bot lane, but nowhere else. I'm like, yes, Jamie, that's, <laughs> that's how the game works. <laughs> that's been, it's been really interesting, but I, I'm a dirty support, mate. I can play mid, uh, but I just have fun playing support. So I'm, mate, I'm, okay, I'm well, playing support. Yeah. I want to, I want to get to, let's deep dive into this. Like, what do you like to play in support? Like this, this will tell us a lot about your character. Yeah. Yeah. So when I first started playing, like when I started like actually like grinding league, uh, last year I started with, um, Leona. Um, and that was cool. I I didn't mind Leona. It was easy to learn. Uh, Mm. like you can hook through minions, stuff like that. Um, like there was, there was nothing really too tricky to learn about Leona. And then my mate was like, well, why don't you try Nautilus? Uh, he's, he's fairly similar. Mm. He's almost a little bit more versatile. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hook a minion? Yeah, hooking minions. <laughs> accidentally hooking walls and pulling myself into team fights and all that jazz. Like, 
it's yeah, good. just all the good stuff. And then like when I finally started to uh, wrap my head around Nautilus, it was amazing. So much fun. Loved playing him. I still love mm. playing Nautilus. Like he's my comfort pick. Um, if, I'm, if I'm ever looking to have fun on, on League of Legends, I'm playing Nautilus because he's just that much fun to me. Um, and the more I kind of learn about League and the way I play personally, the more uh, interesting Nautilus gets because it's so, so cool to see so many different ways he can be played. Uh, and I loved seeing during the uh, MSI Nautilus mid. So that was really yeah. cool. Oh. <laughs> Uh, the worst pick ever. I hate that. Look, I, Nautilus play, I play Nautilus support. I've played AP Nautilus mid. Yeah. This take Nautilus mid and someone like Faker just makes me sad. That's hey, have you, tried, have you tried playing AP Nautilus in the jungle? Yes. <laughs> no, now it's, it's rough. It's now, fun, but it's rough. Now, now that's lit. Nothing like a big fat boy coming from the, from the river just to hook them. Uh, so I love Nautilus. Uh, then I started branching into some um, like... Uh, some different sort of supports like i was like oh okay i kind of got my idea around hook champs i hate playing blitzcrank funny enough for whatever reason yeah why um so then i started to learn morgana uh morgana mm -hmm. was really cool love that yeah. then i started playing senna senna was really cool senna is uh, different very I different a, to... i have a lot of self-respect i won't play yumi uh, <laughs> thank stuff you like, stuff amen. like that yeah yeah amen uh and then the last one the most one of reason the, the most recent one i've started playing and I, I joke about this with my uh, with my LCO boys as like um, I love a bit of Velcos, bit mm -hmm. of the cos, um, yeah, bit of the cos. Uh, yeah, I've been trying to <laughs> I've been trying to drill it home to our mid laner. Uh, the Velcos mid is a viable pick, and he's missing out. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's been toughly uh, tough received. Uh, I said it during one of our team meetings just before a scrim, and I got told to shut up by the coach. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah it's, oh, it's, but you know we're starting the revolution here boys you know even the greatest revolutions in history were met with poor responses to begin with I've, i just feel like i'm really starting something you know because, uh, well mid, if i can I'm, if i can I give a little bit of if i can give a bit of backstory into why velcos mid isn't good the greatest velcos player in the world has literally abandoned the champion hey he's literally left saying velcos is in such a bad spot he can't be played. Hey, mate, even so, Jesus was rejected back in his day. Well, look, here we go. Here's the deal. If if you guys whip out a Velkos mid in LCO, Corby, what, what can we do? Uh, dude, this man just said he's Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I play the cause. I'm Jesus of the League of Legends era. Hey, man, like someone's going to wear charisma that there. Someone's going to wear that badge. And I, I'm him. <laughs> he's him. Oh, man. All right, I want to bring it back. Uh, we we bring went it on back. a tangent. I want to bring it back. Uh, I was a uh, goddamn gravitas of boom now, but um, so I was in charge of actually, oh, not in charge, part of the people that were doing the the grassroots for gravitas, doing all that. Um, the players, we actually hosted a stream for it, and we ran through all those practice games and had like fifty something different players on different kinds of teams. Basically, had a tournament of just potential players we wanted to have on the gravitas. Yeah. Mm. Um, I understand how difficult it is to pick people from that, and um. One of the things we looked for is, and it resonated with me when you said someone who's not like perfect or like the exact mm. play we want. We want someone that's kind of almost tipping that edge and that have coachability to like mold into like a good team environment. When you said that, it kind of um, made it super interesting to me because I don't know who your coaches are, but I would, I would, I would expect that there's someone that we've seen in LCO before. Uh, I think you'd be wrong. I think... I, I... Without Ooh. being without being a hundred percent correct on the historical 
uh, historical context of everything. Uh, yeah, you're probably going to be going to be wrong on that one. He's, mm. It's his first opportunity to coach LCO. Uh, so, okay. Yeah, it's we're really excited. Um, there, mm. our analyst has been involved with uh, that same role in uh, in uh, the LCO before. Um, with a different team, uh, they're no longer in the league. But I think I think you'll know who I'm talking about when uh, mm. when I, um, when I when I'm able to mention it. Uh, when you're able then, to, you can say yeah. it now. Well, you it can say it, it now. It depends when this is going live. Mm. Well, this usually goes out on a Friday, so if you want to say it now, again, we're not live, so you can say when can you put it out, and we can wait. Okay. But at the same time, well, you give we, me a day. I'm doing we, it the day before, so we get all the viewership. If we if we put if we put this podcast out Saturday, I'm happy to tell you what's going on. Um, Saturday morning. Yeah. Saturday morning. Friday. Yeah. Saturday morning's fine. Saturday oh. morning's fine. Uh, so our coach, is, our coach is going to be a guy by the name of Styled. Uh, he oh no shit! Yeah. Holy fuck! I know him. Oh, oh, we love Styled. We do, we do. I know, I know. You guys have cast him in, in MCOM. Uh, so Styled, <laughs> and then our analyst name is Medica. He he was with Peace at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then our performance coach will 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 rock a few people. We're going to be bringing in Hysterics cast. Oh, oh fuck yeah. yeah! Interesting. That's yeah. awesome because I know he's been trying to get into more of yeah. the actual yeah, um, yeah. back end of the scene and stuff too. Because me and Hysterics, um, we know each other quite well because we're both casters, so we talk about that sort of stuff. Not yeah. often, not as often as I'd like. Um, but and I'm planning on boys. getting him. Yeah, I'll be honest. Huh? He's been an absolute game changer for our team. Yeah, some of the stuff he's been doing, like I said, with those one on ones, has been really impressive. That's good to um, hear. So, well, I mean, if we're going out on Saturday, we may as well reveal the whole team, right? It's okay, but you can't say the support because I think I know the support. Okay. Uh, so our I'm top lane go. is going to be a guy by the name of Tomasino. Uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of him. Oh. He's really mechanically gifted. Um, and he's just one of those guys with a bit of fine tuning. We think he has the opportunity to be a really good player. Mm-hmm. Um, and scrims, he's been he's looking great in scrims. Uh, he's really sticking it to some guys that have been around for a lot longer than him. That's good to uh, hear. Yeah, so mm. he's he's been doing great. Uh, our mid... I think you guys will know this guy too, a mid player by the name of Chirp. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. He finally up. got in. Finally, yeah. that's a really good pick. So you guys always believe set. me when I say Chirp has been styling on people in scrims. No, he's good. He will be. He, he will has, be. He's been smurfing in scrims. Uh, it's been really cool to see. Uh, our jungler is a guy by the name of Brown. He's a, he's a Chinese guy. He's, he's doing university here in Australia. Um, he doesn't have a lot of English, but man, he's, he's funny. He's so funny. Uh, and he's currently sitting around rank five O's at the moment, so he's he's climbing, he's grinding. I think Chirp's sitting around rank eight O's at the moment. Yeah, um, he's high. Uh, and our ADC, uh, he won't be playing week one, uh, but we've bought out Dante from GZ. Ooh, okay. Uh, and okay. Then, uh, I'll let you guess who our support is, and I'll, I'll let you know. I'm I'm pretty sure I know, but mm-hmm. I'll let Colby make a guess. Well, well, he I, actually you knows told too. Me. I told him. No, nah, then don't guess. It's Rosie. It is Rosie. Rosie is coming back to the LCO. Yes. Um, we're really excited to have Rosie on board. He's been an absolute game changer for our team. Yeah. Bit of experience, a stable voice. Um, we're really thankful to have him on board. He's been a great mm. mentor to some of these guys. But, I mean, for a guy that's been around as long as he has, his, his yeah. willingness and his ability to still continue to want to learn uh, mm. and grow on his own game has been absolutely impressive to me like i've never seen anything like it with a guy that's been playing um, i like this roster man yeah for a guy that's been playing an esports title as long as rosie has and he still wants to grind it's uh Mm. 
it's really impressive, man. It's uh, it's really really impressive. So uh, we're excited to have all all those guys on board. Um, Dante is uh, fingers crossed he'll be right for week two. So we'll we'll see how we go. But it's it's looking like week two he'll be in. Uh, he'll be in. So we're really excited. So Styles going to be playing ADC for week one. Um, <laughs> you guys have seen him play in MCOM. So uh, I think he plays on a team with Chirp, no? I, th- I believe so. Or, I we... think he does. Yes. Yeah. yeah so he'll be playing. Um, he'll be playing ADC just for week one while we find uh, while we uh, sort out a little details with Ground Zero. Bar out. That is actually such a good one. Thing I want to highlight really quickly. You, you mentioned how Rosie's been in the scene for so long. Do you know Rosie like headlined Chiefs when they first came about? Yeah. Well, do you know what the most so, embarrassing part for him is? Is all what? our whole team has gone. Man, I used to look up to you so much when I was a kid. Oh God. <laughs> So he's just like, thanks, man. With his yeah. fucking boomer. <laughs> yeah, so Rosie and I are the same age, so it's been really funny, like, all these guys, like, saying, I know, man, I used to look up to you so much. Oh, that's so good. It seems like a pretty good atmosphere as well. How's the team coming mm. together? How are they working with each other? Yeah, it's been really good. Where The guys are grinding. Um, the guys are giving it their best. Uh, it's, uh, it, I mean, nothing ever comes easy, as as I'm sure you guys are aware. Nothing nothing mm. comes easy, and especially in the LCO where it's such a tough com- tough competition. No mm. no teams are pushover. So uh, it's it's the guys have been grinding. Uh, the scrims are looking good, but at the end of the day, scrims are just scrims. They never they never tell the true story of how things will look mm. on game day, and we're we're holding no false illusions about that. Uh, so it's gonna, it's it's been interesting. We're loving where it's at, but like I said, these guys have such a willingness to learn and mm. and grow in their own game. It, it's it's really impressive. So they have one on one meetings with the coach and um, with hysterics on separate occasions um, mm. throughout the week, and they're all really accommodating to that. And um, it's 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 really cool, man. Uh, we're we're just so excited to be in the LCO. It's it's uh, yeah, it's honestly, some, it's yeah, I'm getting I'm a good energy, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm well, a real good energy. Yeah, check check in with me when it's like week six and we'll see what the energy's like. But right now we're loving life. You turn 30 a little bit early. You get those gray yeah. hairs coming in. That's right. That's right. But I mean, we're, we're, like, like I said to all the players when we had our, when we had our interviews with them before, the, before we signed them, uh, we're not here to make up numbers. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I think it can be easy to fall into that thing where like, oh, well, we're not expected to do well. Uh, we can just kind of be here and that's good enough, but we're not here to kind of fill the numbers. We want to be a competitive team and I think we've got a competitive team. Mm. I think that's the big thing too. Like you're going in with what seems to be like a really strong mental about the whole tournament too. But even coming in as like the underdogs too, you've sort of taken that stance of where Bliss was sort of at. Like when Bliss first joined last split, they came in, everyone's sort of like, oh yeah, like decent roster. Like they, they've got some good players. Um, Let's just see how they go. And everyone's sort of, doubted them pretty heavily like i can admit like me and corby also doubted them putting them at like fifth sixth seed like to go into that and then they just came out and just started cleaning up so um i think don't even you you sound like you're not even doubting yourself which is awesome to hear you're going in with feeling positive about where you're at and even if you don't get the result you're you're still looking to the future rather than focusing on like the now which i think is fantastic so mate i'm i'm all for you guys being in if, I we, think that's if awesome. we haven't even a, a vapor of the, the the same greatness of a split that bliss had I, i'll be happy they they did incredible and uh i'm i'm proud to call those guys really good friends of, of us so yeah mm. really cool yeah it's good to hear and uh a couple of players on the on the roster we've we've talked to uh or the the coach of direwolves Felixis, and he mm. was singing praises of chirp and yeah, we're I mean, talking impressive 
yeah and we were talking to the coach of gz arsh and he was singing like the 80 carries yeah. like i keep messing up his name so i really don't like saying it um he was singing the praises of him as well so look i, I feel like you man i'm getting some good energy dude it could be yeah. it could mm. be a banger yeah, yeah, Dante, Dante and, and Chirp are a special, special uh, beast, man. Uh, special cats. Uh, I say Dante. <laughs> yeah, but watch it. Keep keep a watch out. For, I said Brown, but his in-game name will be Forever. Uh, mm. Keep it. Keep your eye on him. This this split. He's uh, he's never played competitive League of Legends before, but he is. Uh, he's he rank is, five. He's rank five O's. He is holy fuck. He they they do it different over there, man. They do it different. So um, did he did he come this year to OCA? Yeah, he's uh, he's doing uni here in Australia. Um, hmm. and he he turned up to the trials. I don't know where he came from. I don't know who he was. Dude, um, five months to get rank five. I still he I, was. I still need a translator to talk to him sometimes. Uh, but he's a grinder, man. He he his work ethic is second to none. So we'll finish like a five hour scrim set, and Dude. then he'll jump into a, a voice call with our with our analyst and. Um, another guy that plays over in China, and they'll just like debrief and chat about how he can get better for like another hour. It's inc- it's incredible. He's probably like bronze three over where he was actually, <laughs> and he's come over here and he's like, oh, this is chill as fuck. Yeah, these guys are <laughs> just been rank five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, yeah, it's it. Well, keep an eye out for him this split. Um, I, I'm I'm excited to see what he looks like when he gets into the uh, the competitive space. Mm-hmm. Um, but even even just like he's been doing some really cool stuff, like. Uh, when he, when he first met with Hysterics, um, they had a bit of a chat about you know well his English isn't as good as he would he would like it to be and he's even like committed himself to like doing Duolingo multiple times uh, a week just to try and improve for the sake of the team so and it's that team cohesion that's been really cool. Mm. Always breeds a good team when you can see the fact there is a little bit of chemistry starting to grow. Uh, yeah, one right. one mm. one tough question though uh, momentum. And like the attitudes coming into a new league is, is something that's super important. And being the fresh team, uh, the court of public mm. opinion usually kind of like tears teams' mentals apart, especially if they go on Twitter or Reddit or whatever way too much. Uh, your first game, dude, uh, it's against uh, one of the easier teams in the league, let's say. Yeah, uh, snooze if you ask me. Yeah, honestly, God. Give us, um, give us a tough match- matchup next time, boys, eh? <laughs> are you worried about that? Because you have a freshy team, you're going in against, let's just say, the granddaddies of, of OCE. Mm. Um, the team must feel stressed. Like if they, I don't want to put any bad juju out there, but like, uh, are, you, are you setting expectations of the team that look, we're going out there, we're going to put our best foot in, we're going to make a show, or because every they... guy's going to bust a hip eventually. <laughs> ah, <nice. laughs> like yeah, no, I, I say that because uh, being like the fresh team, you're always like worried about what everyone thinks of you, especially like you have someone that I personally don't know. Top, you have someone I personally don't know in um, the jungle. Um, they're finally getting their names out there. It might be pretty rough if they take a take a bad hit. Uh, looks like you have a decent infrastructure to deal with that, though. Hmm. I think we're under no false illusions that we're going to come out and just absolutely fold Chiefs like a deck chair. Like <laughs> we're not we're not in that sort of like, but we we want to be competitive. Uh, hmm. And if we're not winning, we want to learn good uh, how to uh, how to uh, how to not make that happen next time. Uh, a lot of the things we've been talking about as a team is how to kind of uh, how to mitigate those those small errors that build up into really massive errors in the late game, and just talking about how we mitigate those and how uh, those small errors do make big differences. And it's not like one of those mm. things where in ranked queue you just go, oh well, it doesn't matter. But like those small errors actually do start to add up, especially 
in pro play, as I'm sure you guys are aware, mm. uh, a tight game can turn into a finished by 20 minutes type game with just a few small mistakes because yeah. it just leads to uh, two or three drakes in a row, things like that. Uh, so the team's been really working on just kind of mitigating those those smaller mistakes so big mistakes don't happen, but also communicating and knowing that you don't actually have to commit to that or you don't have to, you know, not every fight has to be that all in. Uh, but I'm telling you, like, the, the way these guys team fight has been really impressive. Uh, mm. our, our ability to to team scrimmage in, in, the, in the mess, in the river, has been really good. Uh, so we're excited to see how that works. But at the end of the day, we all... We all just want to learn. I want to learn more about professional League of Legends. Uh, the players want to learn more about themselves in professional League of Legends. Uh, we're all just here to learn. Like we're we're aware of that. Mm. We're not Being expecting. Mental. We're not we're not here with any false illusions that we're going to be the best team in the league. Although we'd like that, and, you know, and who wouldn't like that? We're 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 understanding that at the end of the day, we're all here just to learn. We're all here to become better versions of ourselves through this split, and the players are like that too. That's fantastic to hear. Yeah, That's no, awesome, especially man. having that learning mentality is huge coming in uh, with a couple of rookies to shake off the nerves and just be like, look, bang. Like, you could go out there and bang a six, honestly. You could hit you could hit the yeah. ball out of the park. And if you can at least, like, not go, oh, dude, we won. We're the greatest. And, like, take it back. It's like, yeah. all right, look, we still made a, a butt ton of mistakes. Obviously, they weren't yeah. on. What do we got? Nah, good, man. Good. Uh, would yeah, well, you say that your experience in other esports fields is like helping you like keep your head screwed on with the new LCO team? Even if you're not familiar with league, you still understand team's mentality? Yeah, well, I was just about to say, one of the things we, we talk about a lot with our players in Vertex is uh, it, you always need to be looking as a player to improve your own, um, your own worth in the esports industry. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, that's kind of like, that all ties in with things we've done in, C- in Counter-Strike and Call of Duty and Halo or whatever those things. It's all about building your worth as a player. Um, because even the reality of it is we probably won't have this same roster next year. That's, mm. and that's, I don't think that's a harsh thing to say. It's just the reality of the LCO, isn't it? That play, players and, and coaching staff and everybody shuffles all the time. Uh, so we want to make sure these guys leave worth more than what they were when they came to us, if that makes sense. Um, that's, I like that. That's, yeah. that's actually the big thing that I sort of, want to see more in, in os in particular like even in the amateur sort of scene stuff that it's um these orgs are now not about just being a successful org it's about and i'm going to use don't take this word out of context but grooming the players to be the best they can be yeah, yeah. um i can see corby's about to have a chuckle don't do it man don't just, do it in a word, bro. don't do it really it's not worth it um so it's like you're prepping these players to just be successful in in the game regardless corby yeah, well, I mean, it's it's actually an expectation uh, in in our organization that if you play for us, you participate in content. It's it's not Ooh, like good. if I feel like it. It's well, if you're if we're paying you, you're making content with us. Um, whether you whether you feel iffy about it or not, you will be doing it, um, and we'll find a, find a way to make that content something that's suitable to you, where you feel comfortable but you don't get a free ride where you just get to scrim and play. That's, that's not how we work. That's not how we operate. And mm. it never will be. Uh, so it's, and you, if, you, if people know, are familiar with our Counter-Strike team, you'll know they're pretty funny and they do a lot of content with us. Mm. Uh, and that's because they don't get just to scrim and play. People don't get a free ride in Vertex. Everyone needs to contribute. And doing things like content, in, in, it improves your worth as a player as well. Because people oh, dude. Get to know you. 
people begin to uh, feel like they, they know you a bit more. Uh, they feel like they have a bit of a piece of who you are. And it's stuff like that that really adds up. I mean, that's that's why guys like Why Not, people knew who he yeah. was before he came into, the, before he started playing with Bliss, before he was a, a permanent fixture in the LCO because he worked on his own worth outside of the game. Yeah, and I love your mentality. Pike and I have been saying this for ages as well. Not only within yeah. like the players building their own brand up as well, like that extra content also helps with the entire league and the longevity yeah. of like LCO standing inside. Like, well, like Australia esports in general, like if each player is starting to build up their own brand, we're starting to have decent clashes of, of like air quote star players. Like when we see yeah. like Bio yeah. Panther go up against someone else who has like a huge ego on Twitter is like pushing their own brand. It just it grows themselves and you're at their worth. And it also grows the league that they're competing in. Yeah, I feel like a lot of teams should be having that same mentality. And it's kind of weird because yeah. I feel like you're saying exact stuff that Papa Pike and I have talked about uh, on the podcast before. And it's just, it's great to see someone who has the uh, the ability to influence like a group of five players to actually push that. That's really, really, really good. Yeah, and we, we love a diverse uh, range of content. Like our Counter-Strike guys have done a bunch of stuff from instructional videos to really funny stuff. Uh, to everything in between, like we we like to have fun. Um, we we love having fun with our content. We don't like to take ourselves too seriously. We have a content piece coming for our LCO boys uh, that I think people will find really funny. Uh, I'm excited. You're winning for... me over. Sorry, <laughs> you're winning <laughs> yeah. me over. I'm a fan. Uh, yeah, I I'm really excited for people to see this one. I think people are going to have a little a little chuckle, um, especially if you're maybe a little bit older like myself. You'll know exactly where the reference is from um so i'm i'm really excited for for all that stuff but yeah we we, we like to have fun uh improve your net worth as a player it's going to help mm. you in the long run it makes you more attractive um and because at the end of the day we, these guys aren't going to be pro players forever uh and it might be for a split it might be for a couple of years it might be for one year it, 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 who knows uh but if you develop enough wealth for yourself in the meantime while you are around uh, you can be one of those guys like your Tarix or your Hikos or um, your Ninjas or whoever, whoever. You can be one of those guys that post pro play, there's room for you still in the gaming space. Yeah, he's saying Stop it. Stop it, man. You're making us too excited. <laughs> no, he, he's, he's just saying everything because it, it launches the longevity of you inside whatever you're passionate about, too. Mm. It's like anyone who doesn't. I think what we said is um, Kyose or not Kyose. Uh, Kise is mm. so quiet. Mm. His whole thing is like too cool for school. He doesn't say much. He goes in, he performs, and then nothing. It's like, yeah, it's dope, but like you build that like aura about yourself, and he doesn't do anything outside of that. And he could be a, a giga star player if he released any sort of, even if it's short for content, like you said, a mixture of mm. just like how to play this champion. And it's like a one minute clip of like things that he's learned in Hyla could just like make him from like this notable player, he's really good, to just like that next level of like a name that everyone can can keep attributing to him and even yeah. outside of like being a pro player if he just wants to still be good i can launch like a streaming career if that's something that interests you mm. yeah i mean it's not for everyone like don't get me wrong like, I'm like not, you said at start I'm, I'm not trying to push this narrative where everybody has to do, like everybody should do it because they need to stay around in gaming after afterwards but i mean a lot of these players do want to stay like the dream is that they can play forever mm. um Mm. And doing things like content really contributes to that that sort of growth and that sort of exposure. So we we're just trying to do what's best for the player. If they really want to stay around and play things like League of Legends or whatever it is forever, uh, we want to help them do that. And we like, we, like mm. we provide them with 
of course, the videos are going on our channel, but we, we, we edit them, we do everything for them. They just need to participate in the video and people start to get a bit of a, no, uh, a knowledge of who they are. Like some of our Counter-Strike players are the most beloved in the scene now uh, because they've just become a piece of the community uh, mm. through, through the content that's produced. Mm. Well, I want to I want to divert again, and this is probably the last thing that I sort of want to pick up um, heading towards a lot more of this content. But um, in regards to like scrims and how you guys are playing and sort of where you guys are going to be moving forward, even even though you've said that you're not sort of expecting um, to be the best team straight off the bat, which we me and Corby probably both agree now that you will be. Um, we what I want to ask you is how are you preparing for uh, PCS, which is obviously basically uh, the uh, LCO sort of end game. Are you guys looking at scrimming PCS teams? Are you looking at sort of playing a bit more in that region as well? Because um, we know that PGG's living in that server as as we know, but that, I feel like that was a bit of their downfall that they were in that server for too long. Um, what what are your sort of movements towards the end of the split if you can potentially make it um, to Worlds? Yeah, look, we're going to play, play it pretty, pretty week by week at the moment and just see where the guys are at. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, PGG do have that... that- uh fortunate reality that a lot of them are in wa uh so it makes it makes it easy to jump over to those other servers we we mm. quite probably don't have that luxury a lot of our players are over on the east coast mm. uh but you know we'll see we'll see we'll see how we're shaping up towards the end of the split for now where our focus isn't really on pcs our focus is just giving our best to the lco this split um, mm. and giving our best to the fans who are Honestly, I I couldn't have dreamed of have being received better when the LCO announcement went live that we were joining the league. Mm. Uh, we, it was just received so well. There wasn't really any negative comments. It was all really positive stuff. People that uh, know our brand or are familiar with our brand were really excited to see us come on board. Uh, so we're just focused on doing well in the league this split, um, doing well for our fans and doing well for uh, a lot of the people that really believed in us for a long time. Okay. Yeah, nice. Okay, awesome. I think that's a good way to like have your ideas too. You need to get your uh, geese off known in LCA first. Yeah, that's right. We're trying to get some skin in the game, show that we're, we are competitive, like I said earlier. Uh, not here to make up numbers, not here just to participate, but we're here to have a good crack at it and see how far we can go. Have you made any rivalries yet? Who's your go-to Ooh. team to be? Uh, well, I did say Bliss were friends of ours, but I also did tweet out some rivalry tweets the other week, and I said we we're going to fold them like a deck chair. When we met up, when we uh, when we meet, I think I saw that. Yeah, so and I stand by that. You know, easy work. Um, like, you know, why not? <laughs> Lucky split, last split. It's all good. Um, Lemus, <laughs> beginners <laughs> luck. The team. Lemus, never heard of a Lemus. Um, it's all good. Uh, but look, we're we're gonna we're gonna give it our best crack. We we like to have fun. So you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of Twitter banner from us this split. It's right. kind of. Uh, where we come alive is is in the in the banter, uh, so we're really excited for that. Um, but yeah, bliss bliss will I will fold up like an origami piece. <laughs> God love you, dude. All right, well, um, let's kind of just like round out so a couple questions about yourself. We can move away from uh vertex the team and how that's going. Um, hmm. mate, how long you been in esports for? Too long. Hmm. <laughs> Too long. How Too long. like years? Actually, say years. Because uh, you said. Yeah, I know a lot of people who played and went pro in Call of Duty. Mm. Yeah, and they're not young. Uh, I was I was pro in MW3. Um, oh. and um, I I avidly played for a long time before that. Um, 
I did the whole, I did I went through the whole craze of making trick shotting montages on Modern Warfare Two. So did I. Um, all that all that stuff being there did that, but uh, I think I was when I first really got interested in esports, I I fell in love with optic gaming as a lot of people did back then. Mm-hmm. Um, I Nade Shot was like my ever like was everything to me. Like it was he was just like he was what it meant to be an esports competitor. And I mean, look what he did for himself, like circling back to providing your own net worth as a player. Look what he's mm. done for himself, like how far that's taken him. Yeah, uh, not far at all, hey? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's doing all right. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, like I've been around for, for a while, but probably really seriously involved in esports from since about Modern Warfare 3, I reckon. Damn, dude. But yeah, wow. took a big break, came back um, back in 2019. Mm. And then kind of just been uh, slugging away for a little while, but only like I said, only recently joined Vertex about two years ago, and been doing a fair bit of work with them since. Okay, so that was my follow up question. Well, how, how long have you been in Vertex for? Mm. So two years. Two years, yeah. It's uh, it's been a wild ride. Done some pretty cool stuff. Um, been to some pretty cool events. We've ran some pretty cool events ourselves. Um, I mean, Jamie, our our owner, is is um, he's a great guy. He he really believes in what we're doing. Um, he um he really does run so we can walk type thing like he's he's pretty cool like that um he he really allows me a lot of creative freedom with vertex he kind of says like what are we doing and i'm telling him and he's like all right let's do it um so he's he's pretty cool like that we're surrounded by a really cool uh, cool group of staff that are um are willing to give their all for the for the org and have a good crack and um it's a really it's a really great place to be honestly dude you're uh you've sold me i'm keen on vertex now hey mate buy a jersey nice uh now you remind me so much of uh the person that uh ran the amateur org that i was a part of can he was uh can of comfort was uh the the part of uh weekend warriors then we grew that org out and then we went into uh basically being a part of gravitas and you have like the same attitude as him it's and whatever he touched seemed to always work so man uh, i'm very yeah no i'm 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 uh really excited to see you guys have a have a crack uh even yeah. if you're uh man look if you turn it around this could be like a springboard of your whole split this first game coming up uh yeah, avert know. expectations people coming ah the new guys who knows yeah uh yeah well if we if we can't win we're certainly going to smack talk our way through it so get ready for that <laughs> <laughs> oh man love to hear it yeah it's uh nice. we're, we're gonna be we're gonna be posting memes like uh like we like we know what we're doing <laughs> well, it sounds like you sound like you do know what yeah i said do you have anything to add mate uh, no he's, he's talked about everything like uh the only other thing i would want to talk about is the lcs drama but i feel like that's just on the other side of the world and we don't have to worry about them uh, so, yeah, i uh i'm a bit of a hear no evil speak no evil type thing i've, I've been burying yeah. my head in the sand with it it's uh i mean it's the stuff is it's sad don't get me wrong like it's, it's it unfor- is it's unfortunate the way it's kind of progressed um, I've been talking to Dracu about, like I mentioned, we've been talking a bit, and I've, um, it's kind of been hard, like talking to him about. It. It's been, you know, it's been hard for him. It's been hard for a lot of people involved. Um, and at the end of the day, like where this isn't just like, although esports is something we all like to enjoy and watch, this is people's careers we're talking about. This is mm, some people. Some people have nothing else right now, um, and so it's it's one of those things where, you know, unfortunately, not all players have the same stature or. Um, images guys like double lift or bjergsen or whatever that that can just drop mm. playing league whenever 
uh, and they'll be just fine. Like, although these players play in the leagues, it, it's yeah, it's one of those things where it's it's sad and um, yeah, esports. I think is one of those things where every bad thing that happens to it, like these events right now, um, it, we come out stronger for it because it's it's mm. at, at the end of the day, this industry is so new. Even now, it's yeah. so new uh that every time something like this happens it's an opportunity for esports to learn so we become a, so we become a more sustainable ecosystem after mm. that's literally my thoughts as well as just like every time we've gone through this like even the opl technically went through this many order, years back or, or order for example like when order yeah. went under, that was a great learning experience for a lot of people that you can have a lot of money invested but if it's not spent right you can't just keep spending and yeah. hope and hope something works at the end of the day you need to have sustainable business models yeah, that's it. Because at the end of the day, it is still a business. You've got to be running it smart. If you're not making money, you, you can't sustain it. So no, I totally agree. I think yeah, we won't di deep dive into it because I could talk for a while because I've been following it pretty hectically because, again, I just like having my head to the ground and listening about what's going on. But it's just, yeah, it's it's crazy what's going on. And I think just at the end of the day, just going to look after our players as best we can because they're what, there's what, they are what keep us going in esports because if you don't have players, you don't have a sport. Yeah, and um, I will say this, like, not necessarily to plug ourselves, but as an esports ecosystem as, as as a whole, you know, watch the videos your favorite players are in, uh, buy the mm. merchandise that your players wear. It's all stuff like that that helps support the ecosystem and keeps the world going mm. around. Uh, yeah, it's and at the end of the day, like, an esports jersey really isn't as much, isn't any much, any more than... Uh, a good t-shirt or a pair of jeans it's like it's things like that it's just those little purchases go a long way to supporting uh the ecosystem and especially in oceania mm. we really need to stick, uh, stick together and support each other yeah um, and i think you'll find a lot of the a lot of the bigger orgs in the region are actually really good at uh, supporting one another and and backing each other like we compete in servers but we support each other outside the server because we're all we all are well aware uh that we need each other to survive mm. No, oh, awesome, man. Well, I think that, that does wrap us up, Corvi, I do believe. Yeah, um, questions. Mate, yeah, Charisma, thank you so much for coming on. First episode of Season Split 2 um, of Two Summoners, mate. Uh, how did you enjoy it? Is there any feedback you'd like to give us real quick before we, we jump out? Guys, I loved it. You, you guys asked really cool questions, and um, I know you guys are big supporters of the Amateur League of Legends team, which I think is super important. Um mm. It's without amateur League of legends, we don't get guys like Chirp coming through. We don't get like guys like Style getting mm. the opportunity to coach. It's stuff like that. So, without without guys like you helping provide that exposure by casting the games, providing that touch of professionalism to games, we don't get uh, the grassroots that we have now. And uh, that, that's the same for every esport title, whether it be Counter Strike, Valorant, um, Call of Duty, um, all of those things. Without the guys casting the local stuff, without guys casting the grassroots stuff. Uh, we don't get more players coming through and we need this ecosystem to keep feeding into uh, more players coming through and getting their opportunity. And that's that's what we're about, mm. is providing opportunity. Well, mate, if you ever need a caster, you got two right here. Yeah, you send us a message. Yeah, we'll yeah, be around. Absolutely. I'm loving it. Our fee's not too high either, I promise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Only like, yeah, what, yeah. a thousand bucks an hour? <laughs> no, I was going to I was yeah, gonna say two Freddo frogs. <laughs> and if you're God, lucky, no. I'll give you a can of Red Bull. Oh, oh let's go. you're paying for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> i can eat for a week but seriously yeah. guys thank you thank you so much for having me it's um it's really cool that you guys took the time out to give vertex the opportunity to kind of have a voice um and like i like i mentioned with the content thing we hope you guys get to um and whoever watches this gets the opportunity to to get to know our, pl our players a little bit better through our content this uh this split 
Um, we're excited to we're excited to be on board, and we're excited to kind of bring a whole new fan base on board with us. Good to hear, yeah. it, man. Lovely to have you on board, awesome, dude. Welcome to the LCO. Oh, I yeah. want to say one more thing. We're better than yeah. Direwolves. Oh yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I was about to say when I, when I said, "Do you have any people in the league?" I was expecting you to go Direwolves. We hate anything that's an animal, so we hate Direwolves and we hate Kanga and Mammoth. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, it's, a, it's a joke. <laughs> right, you don't say that. It, it's a joke until we verse them. Then I do hate them. They're mortal enemies. Mm-hmm. Love it. All right, bro, right, well, thank you night. so much, man. Take it easy. Peace, peace. All right. And that was the interview. That was fantastic. I really liked talking to him. Dude, that was awesome. Like, it was nice to get someone who wasn't also from, like, just a League of Legends background. Yeah, He's sure. been in other stuff as well. Like, he's been in COD. Like, he's played CS. Like, he's just been all over it. So, really awesome to have someone from a different esports area coming into League. So, phenomenal. Yeah, and that experience that he's picked up uh, over the mm. N billion years he's been in League, <laughs> uh, in, in esports, is really starting to show. Like, he sounds yeah. like he really has set ideas on what he wants the team to go. He seems like... He's built up and it's something that that really from that interview that that stood out is they're not just doing the one coach five players thing they have a lifestyle coach there yeah about bringing on an analyst as well well they have an analyst like they they have a full infrastructure team which is something we're yeah. saying that we need and they even have um like it, i think hysterics was their actual lifestyle like, coach. not he was their lifestyle coach which is big because he's been in esports also for a I was going to say a billion years. I don't want to disrespect him like that. Uh, but he's been around for so long. Like, he, he obviously knows what's the best practices, how to be the best as well. Uh, LPL caster, he obviously watches those guys on a daily basis doing okay. the best thing they can. So it's, he's learning from the best region, bringing it to O. So I'm all for that, man. It's really good. Like, I, I, I haven't had, like, a really good feel from, like, the, the new teams. I don't want to throw shade on Bliss or GZ, but, like, I feel like they really have a, a solid idea and set goals yeah. that they want to achieve. And they have a really good... I had on the shoulders in management. It seemed they've built a decent team. Like, I'm really excited mm. to see a couple of those names that got dropped. Um, I want to hey. see Brown. I want to yeah, see Brown, Brown so bad. Brown. <laughs> so now we get to call him Brown and they'll be like, oh, it's forever. I'm like, nah, it's Brown. Brown. It's just Brown. Your boy, Brown. <laughs> Love him. All right. Well, that is the end of the episode. First one, we have gone a little bit over time, but I think that's okay. And always um, does on the first couple. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's we're, we're trying to get back into the gist of it. I definitely felt out of sorts on it. Really? Oh, man, I fucking... I, I really like that interview. Oh, I love the interview. I just felt out of sorts. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like I didn't bring my A-game. Mm. Could be the full-time work. Could be... Nah, it's probably the full-time work. Man, I just didn't even see it. I think you're just the greatest. Oh, thanks, man. We'll just, we'll just start casting it. some... Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So, it's, so, so this split, I said it was going to be nice to call me, but it's mean to Pike. <laughs> I see how it is. I can finally get you know my what? shots in. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to be the big man. Corvi, doing a great job. But all right, let's end it there, man. <laughs> all right. Have a also, good week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. All right, take it easy, guys. See you on the next adventure. Peace.